0: guys are doing well. Welcome to uh, the Black Financial Channel. This is the Uh, I do a segment called Money in the Morning with Dr. Boyce, and uh, I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, a couple of things. First of all, uh, a lot of unmarried people are buying houses together. And I'm going to kind of break some of that down to you in terms of talking about this trend and giving you a black, uh, all black poweronomics perspective on, on uh, how this might work economically speaking. And uh, on top of that, if you stick around to the end of the video, I will give you a profit alert of a stock that I love, particularly if you're interested in jumping into the space race. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt, we're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor on the Black Financial Channel. We talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day. Under the B1 condition, B1 means we are black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we educate our kids. Black first means we break generational curses. Black first means that we want to understand wealth. Give me a yes in the chat if you agree. Give me a yes or B1 in the chat to let me know that this makes sense to you. Give me a yes if you understand that loving black people does not mean hating white people. I need everybody to understand that. We love ourselves, and, and I'm not apologizing for that ever. Uh, so anyway, Crystal, uh, how can you hear me? Give me a yes If also if you can hear me. Metamore from Chesa- Chesapeake, Virginia. Can you hear me? Am I coming through? Give me a yes uh, so I can know my audio's good. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Good to see you. Uh, much love from B-More. My name is Corey. Good to see you. Stephanie Barry, Crystal Jackson Powell. Good to see you. Thank you so much uh, for confirming that the audio's coming through okay. And uh, some of you may be coming in because I sent you guys a text message about a profit alert. This is a stock that I like, a stock that I uh, am going to invest in uh, because I want to make money for my family. Uh, when the space race happens so uh anyway uh, let's get started today let's get it cracking um, first of all I'm really excited this weekend my wife and I are actually uh, on the campus of Indiana University because this is our 30-year friend anniversary we met each other 30 years ago this week and so I'm super excited you know it's a, a, a most uh, one of the most significant days of my life I saw her literally across a crowded room and uh, in my journal that night I wrote today I, I met the most beautiful woman in the world and uh, and so here we are 30 years later and shes still as beautiful she was back then believe it or not she still wears the same dress size which is crazy i didn't know anybody i didn't know that was possible but uh and also she's a smart black woman she's a full professor of social work who also reads 22 books a year so shout out to all the intelligent black women out there uh brothers if you want to get ahead and you want to be successful get you an intelligent black woman by your side. That will make you better. That will put you on your game. Uh, Her website, by the way, is coachingwithdralicia.com. I'll put that on the screen so everybody can see it. Also, I'd like to remind you that this uh, podcast uh, is also on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, uh, just look up my name, Boyce Watkins on Spotify. You can find me there. All right. So let's get started on this. Uh, So uh, today I read about this new trend. There's an interesting trend happening now where a lot of, uh, of couples are starting to buy houses together. Even though they're not married, Um, and so I'd be curious to know. Give me a yes or no. Do you uh, would you would you buy a house with somebody you weren't married to? What do you think? Do you think that's crazy? Do you think that's smart? Do you think that's like something you wouldn't even think about, or something you would consider doing under under the right conditions? Uh, Well, I'm gonna read this article to you, and then I'm gonna kind of give you a Doctor Boyce breakdown of what I think on this. Uh, Basically, because everything's getting so uh, expensive, and I thank you, Penguin. I see your comments. I'm so inspired by you. Well, I'm inspired. You inspire me. Uh, and so uh, they say here on CNBC that unmarried couples make up 18% of all first-time homebuyers for the first time ever, according to a report by the National Association of Realtors. Many young unmarried couples live together, often for financial reasons. While these couples may be eager to own a home, there are a few things they should consider before becoming homeowners. So what they said here is that um, that this, this number, 18% of all new home buyers being unmarried couples it's increased from 4%, which is where it was in 1985. The organization uh, mailed out a survey and received 4,800 responses of homeowners uh, who bought their primary residence between July 2021 and June of 2022. Quote, unmarried couples have been on the rise as home buyers and now they're at the highest point we've recorded, says Jessica Louts, the Washington DC-based vice president of research of the National Association of Realtors. Buying a house is a bigger commitment than renting, so while these couples may be eager to own a home, there are a few things you should consider before purchasing property property together. All right. So uh, let's see here. It says many young unmarried couples live together, often for financial reasons. About three and five unmarried couples in the US live with their partners. So has anybody, I'm just curious about this. How many of y'all have ever shacked up before with somebody? Give me a yes if you ever shacked up. I've shacked up. I've, I've done it. I did it in my twenties. I, I shacked up in my twenties. Um, it was hard work. If I was to do it over again, I I don't know if I would have done it that way, right? I, I I did check up with an awesome lady that I loved very much, but one thing I didn't realize is that when you're young, you just don't know how to man, manage relationships. And so, so I learned a lot. It was um, an experience I could I should have done differently. The number one thing I would have changed, to be honest with you, is I would have had a mentor, a relationship mentor. I think everybody needs either a relationship mentor or a therapist, especially if you're young. If you have somebody you love and you want it to work out just understand that all couples have disputes. All couples have disagreements. My wife and I have disagreements all the time, all the time, but it's not whether you have a disagreement, it's how you handle the disagreement. So if you have somebody in your life that you love, a good friend that you want to uh, work with to protect the relationship, sorry, this chair, I'm I'm in a hotel and these chairs do weird stuff. So this chair literally went way down on me. That's why I got super short in about three seconds. But um, anyway, uh, if you want, if you have somebody in your life that you want to keep around, Learn how to manage conflict, learn conflict resolution, learn conflict resolution, learn conflict resolution. If you don't learn conflict resolution, you'll, you'll have a lot of heartbreak in your life. You'll lose things that are more valuable than money. You'll find yourself, um, you know, missing people that you cut out of your life because of a simple misunderstanding. And I don't want that to happen to you. So the biggest advice I would give you is to get, uh, just to learn those tools of conflict resolution and, and definitely even get therapy. Um, my wife is a therapist by the way. And, and so this is where I learned this type of stuff, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, I did check up. And so let, let's let's talk about this. So what they're saying here in this article about unmarried couples buying houses together is they said that um, splitting the cost of housing uh, can be a big part of your budget. That makes sense. They said, un- unlike married homeowners, almost half of unmarried homeowners, 46% have made financial sacrifices, including picking up secondary jobs defining their purchase, et cetera. So they said unmar- un- unmarried versus married home buyers. End up making um, massive sacrifices. Now they're talking about unmarried homebuyers, not just people that are buying it together with someone else. But I want to show you all this chart. If you're on um spot, uh, if you're on uh, Spotify, you won't see it, but I'll describe it to you. If you're on TikTok, uh, you won't be able to see it either. But I'm going to show you the show. Put this on the screen. If you go to drboystv.com or theBlackFinancialChannel.com, you should be able to see it. So it says here, you can see on this chart basically the dark blue is is unmarried. Uh, the light blue is married. And so basically, if you look here, cutting on non-essential goods, um, unmarried people have to do it a whole lot more. Cutting spending on entertainment, unmarried people have to do a whole lot more. Cutting spending on clothes, unmarried people have to do a whole lot more. Taking a second job, a, more than double, making minimum payments on bills, triple. They're triple. The rate of people that are unmarried, let me explain what, what it's, this is saying here. The rate of people who are not married, who have to cut, 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 is double even triple that of married people well why is this why does this ring my ears as a finance professor um and as a married man and as a black man it's because this is common sense actually this is really common sense uh my wife and i work together to do things and there are sometimes situations where we run into things that are so difficult where we say man this would be really hard to do if we were doing this by ourselves uh when my wife got sick with COVID, and I was taking over the household and feeding her, her breakfast and making sure she was good and making sure the kids got what they need and that they went to bed on time and that the dinner was ready and all this stuff. She was saying it was really hard to do by myself. And I said, that's because that's not a job you're supposed to do by yourself. You're not supposed to do that. I mean, that's a hard job, right? Taking care of the family and being sick, right? <laughs> it's, it's tough, right? Same thing. Uh, when I had surgery, I had surgery where I got to, had to be put under, I was down for about two weeks, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't do hardly anything. Well, my wife handled everything i was able to focus on healing just focus on that was it just healing that it's and so so that made me appreciate as a former single man like wow okay this is why uh when it works out well marriage can be a wonderful thing right so i'm not sitting here telling everybody to go get married but what i am saying to you is that you know the whole conversation about how fun it is to be super single that's all fun and good when it comes to like the, the childish stuff, you know, the dating, meeting girls and all that stuff. But when you get to real life, give me a yes if you understand. Give me a yes if you get what I'm saying here. When you get to real life stuff, you know, the day to day, the challenge of living, paying bills, getting stuff done, handling business. What's up, Super Dave? I see you. Then, you know, having help makes a big difference. Right. And that's where, uh, you know, I've, I've spoken to you guys extensively, you know, in the black business school where we have over 156,000 students around the world um, and we have helped millions more. We created the first ever Black financial therapy department in that school. And the reason we created a financial therapy department specifically for black, black folks is because Black people have had a unique experience that makes your life uniquely difficult. You have unique challenges that create unique hurdles and obstacles. You have uh, unique opportunities as well, but you have to be able to uniquely see those unique opportunities by not being distracted by false opportunities, right? For example, the little black boy who wants to be wealthy one day needs to be able to focus on how he has a unique opportunity to go build a business or or get into science, you know, STEM programs and not be distracted by the false opportunity of getting to the NFL. Do you understand? Because the NFL, that's a false opportunity. 99.9% of all black boys who play football never make a penny playing football. But 99.9% of all black boys who study math, science, and engineering and entrepreneurship make money doing math, science, engineering, entrepreneurship. Give me a yes in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. Give me a yes if you get this. It's mindset, people. It's mindset. So uh, my wife, who's a therapist, a very good one, and she has a lot of friends that are good therapists, we're partnering with the best black therapists to really say, what do we have to change in terms of mindset? What barriers, what trauma do we have to overcome that's going to help us to view wealth and success in a certain way? So when I so when I talk to you about wealth, just understand on this platform, this is a stupid chair doing that again. Uh, when, when I talk to you guys on this platform, Uh, I'm not just going to talk about the basics and the X's and O's of wealth. Anybody can do that. Anybody, any financial advisor, accountant or stockbroker can tell you about IRAs, 401ks. They can tell you about uh, stocks and bonds. They can tell you about the basics of real estate. But um, as a finance professor, what I've done over the last 30 years, I started teaching. I taught my first class of finance on this campus that I'm on right now, Indiana University, when I was 22 years old in 1993, that has allowed me to really look deeply into what's happening to black folks and what has kept us from getting where we need to be. A lot of it starts here. It starts here. It's not what you can do. It's what you choose to do. It's not where you where you started. It's where you finish. It's not what you are uh, where you where you're located. It's what you're aiming for. A lot of times you miss the mark because you're aiming for the wrong target. Do you get what I'm saying? All right. So anyway, do me a favor, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, you're watching the Black Financial Channel. Hang out for just a couple more minutes, and I'll give you guys uh, the stock pick of the week. Uh, if you'd like to get profit alerts sent to you via text. Just text the word stock to 31996. Text stock to 31996. And also I'll put my Instagram up here, Doctor Finance, if you want to hop up there. And in addition to that, I'm going to be uh, this uh, upcoming weekend, I'm going to be in Los Angeles for just two days doing a Black Wealth training camp. And the training camp is going to focus on uh, exactly what I've, what I've, done pretty reasonably well. We've done this pretty well. Uh, with platform building, platform building that you can monetize so that you can actually take your skill, knowledge, experience, and expertise and present that to the world. Um, we have uh, almost half a billion views on YouTube. We have uh, millions of followers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff added up together. Uh, we have been able to uh, bring millions of dollars back into the black community, including substantial support for Dr. Claude Anderson, his Powernomics Corporation, things like that. And, uh, and I'm going to just break it down and explain to you how I do it how I did it, how I built it. So if you want to learn these things, I think it's really important, especially for people that live in L.A., because I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing all these super talented writers, directors, actors, producers, et cetera, in L.A. That, that look like us who can't get opportunities because some studio won't give them a job. I think that we need to get past the day where you can't do what you do best because somebody won't give you a job. Give me a yes if you understand. I want you to get past the day where, where your child is saying, oh man, I would be able to do this, but nobody will give me an opportunity. I don't believe that any person, my dream is by the year 2070, there's not a single person in our community. I'm not talking about the whole black community. I don't. I can't talk. I can't communicate with every black person. Not every person understands it. Some people think I'm being uppity when I talk about black excellence and I can't help those people. All I do is keep it moving. But I believe everyone in that black first community. I don't want to hear a single child sit around and say, I'm just waiting for someone to give me an opportunity. Let's understand this. Let's just keep it 100. When you black, they ain't going to give you nothing. My grandma told me, when you black, they ain't going to give you nothing. Even when you white, white, America don't want to give you nothing. Capitalism don't want to give you nothing. You don't go out saying, I hope somebody gives me an opportunity. You got to say, I'm going to go create an opportunity. And then I'll give an opportunity to someone else. Opportunities are things that your children should be giving, not something that your children should be she- seeking. Give me a yes if you understand what I'm saying. This is how I'm raising my kids. This is the, These are the conversations that we're having in the kitchen, in the living room, at home, all the time. Every day, Because I don't want your ability to pursue and access your greatness that God gave you to be limited by people with a very limited perspective on what you can do because you're black. Seriously, I don't I don't I don't believe that that's any form of progress. I want to see us. Uh, go for what we want and be able to create that. So that's one of the things that we're doing in LA this week. If you want to join us, just go to voicewalkins.com and you can get information about LA. You can get, a, you can get lots of free stuff there as well. You can get a, a free copy of our $5 a day investing plan that will make your family wealthy in less than a generation. Also, we don't we don't just talk. We don't just complain. We make plans. So we have the $5 a day investing plan free to the entire community, uh, training how to make money without working. That's free to anybody that wants to take a look. All that stuff is on my website, voicewalkins.com. All right. So uh, last but not least, let's hop Let's finish this up. So we're talking about today. We're talking about unmarried couples that are buying houses together, and this is a uh, uh, interesting. So what I, what we talked about a second ago is that people that buy houses and, and property or try to survive in this economy that are not married. It's not only hard for you, but it's actually getting harder. I'm not telling everybody to get married. What I'm saying is that it's easier to get things done if you have a teammate. Okay, Deion Sanders, for example, God bless him, just had a great uh, win against, uh, uh, what was it, Um, a team down, what was it, TCU, number 17 TCU. God bless him. Shout out to Deion, congratulations on a great win. Well, he couldn't have beat TCU if he didn't have a team. Right. You have to have a team. Uh, You have to have multiple people working toward the same goal where everybody understands their job. Uh, Dion could not have beaten uh, TCU with just one player. There's no one player great enough that could have allowed him to beat an entire team. So when you're talking about economics, working together as a team is something that uh, is essentially super important. And so what they're saying here is that unmarried people or people that don't have a team period are going to struggle. And it's getting worse because uh, because the debt student loan debt is going up. um, Credit card debt's going up. Uh, the cost of everything is going up. Wages are not going up. Wages are going down. So if you're an individual trying to live the life of two people or do what accomplish the job of two people, it becomes harder and harder for you to do. So one of the things that they uh, say that's interesting here, and they they talk about the pros and cons of marriage in this article in CNBC they said that in order to walk away from a marriage, you have to get a divorce. So there's more staying power. So one of the reasons that people uh, are more likely to stay together if they're married is because it's harder for someone to just get mad on a Tuesday and be out on a Wednesday. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of the big differences that occurs in marriage. But one of the things that's interesting to me, and this is something I thought about. Okay. So let me tell you a real story, true story. There's a guy who um, he, he was in it. He was about 50 years old. He made some money. And uh, he wanted to kind of, he didn't want to get married. He wanted to kind of be a player and stuff. So he had like young girlfriends and everything, but he found one young lady that he really liked. And um, she's about 32 years old, you know, you know, I mean, I'm not judging, right? He's, he's, a, he has had a little bit of money. So he attracted a lot of the young, pretty girls. So he had this young girl living with him. So she came to live with him And her, his mother was living with him too. So they were all depending on him financially. Well, uh, you know, when marriage would come up, you know, she'd say, well, I'm not going to pressure him into marriage. And she would he would say, No, nah, I don't want to get married, you know. We but I but I got you, I got you, girl, I got you. Right. He said, like, I got you, girl, I got you. Well, unfortunately, he he didn't realize that sometimes men in their 50s have um, you know, that they have heart attacks, they have strokes, bad things happen, right? I'm not saying it happens to everybody, but when you're black, a black man, especially, especially not eating, right, not exercising, you you can go down fast. And uh, and so he went down with a stroke. And so he had a stroke. He was down for about two two weeks, three weeks. He couldn't really talk, couldn't do anything, couldn't move, couldn't do anything. And, and in fact, I think he was in a coma. And during that time, uh, the girlfriend and the mother had a big problem. The big problem was that they had no legal rights. They had no right to go into his bank account. They could not get access to the money. Uh, they could not get access to pay the bills that you know he would normally pay. And on top of that, the daughter, as you can imagine, did not approve of her father's relationship, right? Give me a yes if you understand where I'm coming from. Like the daughter's like, hold up, I'm 29. You're dating a girl that's three years older than me. I went to high school with this girl. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. She's pissed. She don't she do never like it. But you know, you can't stop your daddy from doing what daddy wants to do. But unfortunately, daddy's in a coma now. So let me tell you what happened. True story, I'm not making this up. Uh, the uh girlfriend and the mother conspired to uh use his his phone. And they put his phone up to his face so they can break into his bank account, right? Because you got to do that. You know, at the phone, y'all got a phone like that where you put your face up to the phone. So so they had to get it. They used his face, broke into his phone to get into his bank account. And they got the money out that they needed to pay all their bills. They weren't trying to rob him. They weren't trying to do nothing dirty, theoretically. They were just trying to get the money that he would have gladly paid if he wasn't dead or almost did. I, I gave you a foreshadow because he did eventually die. Right So so he dies. The daughter finds out that these ladies had gone into the cell phone to take the money. Now, the daughter already doesn't like the girl. the daughter, daughter's already pissed about the relationship. and so the daughter goes and files criminal charges against the girlfriend and the mama, right? And so they' they were facing jail time, not to mention um, on top of jail time, they were uh, there was eviction. Uh, Cause you're getting the hell up out of that house. Cause now the house belongs to the daughter. You know why? Because the father made no arrangements. He had no uh, no trust in place, no estate plan in place. Didn't even have a will. Well, y'all know what happens. What happens when you die without a will and you got a child? What happens to that to all your money? Oh, it goes to like the child. Your kid's gonna get that. So the daughter's like, give me, give me, give me. All, I want, all, I want everything. You, I, I need a place to live. No, I don't care. You need a place to live. Get out. Um, the, the sheriff's coming to the house. You need to have your things out by Tuesday. And on top of that, I also told the sheriff that you stole $25,000 out of his bank account. This was a real story, right? So why did I tell you all this story? The reason I told you the story is because you know, you have to have a plan. If you love somebody, you'll make a plan for them. If somebody loves you, they'll make a plan for you. Uh, I have a plan for my wife. I told my wife, like, okay, i signed some documents so that you can get into the bank account to pay the mortgage This week or next month, if something were to happen to me, I'm I'm flying. I'm learning how to fly airplanes. I'm becoming a pilot right now. For God's sake, I I gotta have a plan in case that plane don't come back. Which got you know, fingers crossed. I'm a safe pilot, by the way. I'm very safe. But if that did, if that happened, at least I go down knowing, okay, she's gonna be all right. Okay. And so, what I would say to you, here's what I would say. My advice to any, this is not. I don't give financial advice. This is not financial advice. But Uncle Boyce and Doctor Boyce both agree that. If you are shacking up with somebody or if somebody is if you have somebody's back or they have your back, maybe you don't get a marriage, but at least give them a plan. Um, Maybe you don't get a wedding, but at least give them a contract. Right. And it shouldn't just be a plan on paper. It should be a legal plan that gives them legal validity so that when they go in and they say, hey, there's assets here and, and I should get a piece of this. They're not gonna say, well, you just you're just the the ride or die chick, ride or dies. We don't have any classification uh, under any person with legal rights. They under ride We got we got rights for the child. We got rights for the spouse. We got rights for even even uh, even the siblings. But we have nothing here for a ride or die girlfriend. You, but you a bottom. You his bottom blanket. You, his, that, that we don't have a space for that. I know you had his back, and I'm sure that that's true. But now he's dead, so you have nothing. So I would say. Um, that if you buy property together as an unmarried couple, which I think is, is not a bad idea. Again, teamwork, I believe, is, is critically important in this economy because it's changing. Put some stuff on paper. Go see a lawyer and say, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what we need to have in place. And if someone's not willing to do that for you, I'm going to argue that they don't really love you that much. They might love you, but they don't care about you. Loving somebody is different from caring about somebody. I can love you. I can love a damn car. I can love my dog, you know. I love skiing, but me loving my wife ain't the same as me caring about my wife. Because loving her means that I want to get close to her, I want to cuddle with her, I am want to give her kisses on the cheek. I love the, I love the her sexy body, but caring about her means I'm gonna be a man, a responsible, mature man, and make sure that you're gonna be good whether I'm here or not. I told, uh, I told our, our our daughter the other day. I said, I said, I need you to understand. I'm, I'm gonna be here with you forever. Even when I'm dead, I'm going to still be right here. I need you to know that. I'm going to be with you even when I'm dead. So think that way when you're talking about making these plans so you don't end up in the tough spot of the guy that I just described. This is a true story. This really happened. It's probably happened millions of times. All right. Now I got to go. Speaking of my wife, she's waiting on me. We're about to go to an art festival uh, and I appreciate. Thank you, baby, for your patience. I love you. And she's back there like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh, yeah, man. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. And as I promised, I told you guys I'd give you the profit alert, uh, the, the stock that I like. Uh, do me a favor. Please hit the, uh, the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you have not done that yet. Uh, you're watching uh, the Black Financial Channel with Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce, and I am uh, your friendly uh, neighborhood finance professor. I have a new book out. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. And uh, if you'd like to go get a copy, you can go and uh, I will sign a copy and send it to you. Uh, you can go to my website boycewatkins.com, or you can also see all my books if you go to drboycebooks.com. And in fact, my wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins, her books are also on my website, and uh, and you can actually order autographed copies of my books. You can get the um, There's a whole study guide also for my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. So feel free to go take a look at that. A lot of you seem to like that. It's an Amazon bestseller. So thank you for supporting the book. Also, if you'd like to get the profit alert sent to you via text, just text the word STOCK to 31996. Somebody put that in the chat. Text STOCK to 31996. All right. So here's, here's what I'm buying right now. Uh, let me see. where. I always lose paper. Oh, hold on. Okay. I wrote it down. This is what I'm going to buy when the markets open, not on Monday. They're going to they're going to open on Tuesday because tomorrow's a holiday. Uh, But I am going to buy shares of the Arc Space ETF. If you have an interest in space travel uh, and you want to invest in space travel, I believe this is not investing advice. I believe that the Arc Space ETF is. Uh, is a place to be now. Again, not investing advice. It's done well this year; it's gone up 17. percent uh, It could go back down again, but uh, honestly, I think it's still underpriced. Not investing advice. There's no guarantees in investing. It's very important for you to understand that. But the Ark Space ETF, the ticker symbol is ARKX, A R K X, ArkX. And Kath, Kathy Wood, who runs this fund, is uh, one of the smartest in the game. I like Kathy Wood. I like what she's doing. I like the way she's investing in the future. So I have. Uh, probably tens of thousands of dollars invested with her company because I like what she does. And I like the way her team uh, is analytical and the way they have a long view on investing. So ARKX, A-R-K-X, somebody type that in the chat uh, so no one comes back and says that they didn't see it. All right. So uh, if you could, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. I will be in Los Angeles on September 8th and 9th in just a few days. Uh, if you'd like to join us in Los Angeles for uh, the Black Wealth Training Camp we're going to do in L.A., just go to BoyceWatkins.com. Also, uh, if you want to, I have a Telegram channel, uh, Black Investors Telegram channel. If you'd like to follow there, just go to drboystelegram.com. So there's a lot of stuff out here uh, that can help you and support you in your goal to become a better investor. And I want to say how much I appreciate the fact that all of you uh, were hanging out with me today. It is always an honor, always a pleasure. So I'm going to go hang out with my wife. It's our 30-year anniversary of getting to know each other. And uh, so I'm super excited and honored to have this uh, woman in my life. And uh, also shout again, I always have to give a shout out to black women because I I just um, I, I don't think the world respects you the way that they should. And uh, and I want to just say that because that's one what what's on my heart. So have a good day, everybody. God bless you. Uh, I'll see you soon. Take care now. Peace.